can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Wow, I'm super excited. Dom and Ella are here today, Maths alumni <laughs> and the host of the Sit With Us podcast. I should probably swap that around. The host of the Sit With Us podcast and Maths alumni. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't know what Maths is, Married at First Sight, also, have you been living under a rock? Potentially yeah. they have, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel, like, I feel like there was a point in time where literally every news that I saw was maths, um, maths, maths, maths news. Yeah. So you probably do know these two. Welcome to Beauty IQ Uncensored. So excited to have you here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. This is so exciting as two beauty aficionados. This is uh, like peak us. Yeah, we're so excited. <laughs> so you guys started the podcast in June this year. How has your experience as podcasters been so far? Well, I feel like it's re- it's just been really fun. Like Dom and I, we love that we can just talk about, you know, our real life, what's going on, bring everyone along with us. And we just feel like since the show, everybody's like, we want to continue to know what you guys are up to. And we were like, why not start a podcast and have some fun with it? Yeah. Yeah. It's been really fun. Yeah. I think for us, it was just like a next step. I just remember us sitting in my room in Sky Suites when we were filming maths and being like, oh my God, how fun would it be? Like, cause we would just talk shit for hours. And I just remember <laughs> saying once, oh my God, we should just have a podcast. Like how amazing if we just recorded all our thoughts. And then it just kind of stemmed from there. I think, you know, having an amazing platform like on our socials, on Instagram and stuff, that was the one thing that our followers, I guess, were telling us that they want to, you know, continue that friendship. And that's what it felt like. And for us, that's really special. So we're blessed that we get to continue to Mm. do that. It's so cool. Can I tell you what I love about podcasting? I've just been like living in Thailand. I love that you can just do it anywhere because it's not video. You can literally do whatever you want, jump on. Yeah. It's super flexible in that way. Which is amazing. Yeah. It's like if something happens, like For Dom and I as well, especially when we were in LA, we were still recording as we were on our travels and like any little thing that happened, we could just record in the moment and it would still be so fresh. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty cool that you can do it everywhere. It is the best thing about podcasting. You can do it anywhere and like, especially for us, we're we're so busy, like we're doing so many things together, but also we've still got our own little side hustles that we're doing. Mm. And, you know, I'm in Sydney, Ella's in Melbourne. So for us to be able to still record, but Mm. still create a podcast and be in two different places Mm. is like the coolest thing ever. So let's get on to beauty. You had so many iconic beauty looks on maths. Were there makeup artists on set with you or did you do your own? Well, I mean, Dom is a makeup oh, artist. Is Dom is the makeup artist here. <laughs> yeah. So she had her own makeup artist 24-7 and she would she would help me out as well. Are there makeup artists? Like a bit of a behind the scenes? No. no. Okay. <laughs> you do it all yourself. Nope. Only, yeah, only mm. on the wedding and Imagine like the final Imagine if they didn't commitment. have a makeup artist for the wedding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that would have just been, yeah. A shit fight because mm. some people I don't think really. Or th- I, th- I think a lot of people on our season didn't necessarily like to do their own makeup. Like it was like a chore for them. Mm. But I think people don't realize that you're going to be on TV for like three months and you've got to 
you know, I even look at myself some of the mornings that we'd wake up and I was like, oh, God, Domenica, you should have put on some makeup yeah. that morning. But I think it just made it so much more relatable that yeah. literally they just put so, a camera in front of you. and No getting up know. before the cameras to put some makeup on. I mean, there was there was definitely some people who got away with it, but, like, my producer was like, no, no, no. Oh. So I just I just listened to him and was like, okay, if if, yes. if I'm not doing it, everybody mustn't be doing it. But <laughs> Well, because they specifically tell you, yeah. like, no makeup in the mornings, yeah. but I there are some offenders that <laughs> we're not going to name names that definitely got up and put on a full face of uh, the old foundy. I know. I remember when some it was people Eric. loved a bit of foundy. You spoke about it being okay. You had to do your own makeup, and obviously certain foundations. If you don't know much about makeup, you might not know like, oh, these foundations are kind of better for like on camera. Did you guys have like a specific mm. foundation that you were using when you were on camera? I had no idea. Okay. <laughs> I, I was still wearing mineral makeup on camera. <laughs> okay. But you looked like you always looked just glowy and just gorgeous. I, I am a Giorgio Armani Luminous Silk Girl through and through. That's what I've always used on my clients. So for me, that was what I wore. Yep. Especially when it comes to like the dinner parties and the commitment ceremonies, mm. you need something that's going to last and not move, mm. right? So that was what I used. But then I'm a huge fan of Maybelline Fit Me pressed powder, which mm. I used on Ella. Like I would be tapping that shit on her. So she's like, babe, I'm, <laughs> oily. I was so I'm oily. oily. I'm oily. I'm so oily. Join the club. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and that is a powder. Like it's what? You can get it on special sometimes and it's like $12 or something, but full price, it's like 20 mm. something. But it is such an underrated powder. I love it. Mm. And that's something that I use throughout the whole maths journey and I loved it. Love that because you've got a bougie and a bargain because I know Luminous Silk is like makeup artists love. They use it for weddings, last all day. I'm actually, Ella, Estee Lauder Double Wear for oily skin is my favourite. Okay. Ah. You got to get yeah, onto that. Yes. Babe. See, for me, it's a, that's a bit heavy. Mm. That's a bit heavy. It's why I don't have it's it in my like kit. It like it sucks. I do have it, but sucks I, in the oil, and nothing yeah, can come out. <laughs> okay. Well, I definitely need that. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah. I literally just put a bit of powder on for this podcast, and I'm already wet on the face. <laughs> babe, duty free. Duty free when you go to Bali. Okay. Say a lot of double wear. All right. I'll get, get you that. to remind me the name. Yep. Are you Are you the same as me, mascara? Like, if I don't wear a tubing mascara, it's just <laughs> yes. black. Yeah. Yeah. Completely, like the <laughs> oil. Yeah. That's why I only yeah. wear tubing right. mascara now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the best you creation. You literally have the same skin. Oh, my God. See, I've never had oily skin to that oh. level. Like I get a bit through the T-zone, you know, mm. especially if it's like, you know, hot. But It's the worst. Yeah. Since meeting Ella, I've learnt, I've learnt new techniques on uh, how the to tame skin. the oily skin. Yeah. Well, since um, we've got a bit of dating, I actually, I don't know what if you guys have ever had this, oh, Ella maybe, a guy on a date said to me once, he didn't say you look glowy. He said, oh, my God, you look so shiny. And I was like, oh, something. I think he was trying to make oh, it a compliment. Come on, Oh, mate. my gosh. I mean, yeah, he probably was trying to say, like, you look like you dewy. Look so like, glowy. You look hydrated. Yeah. But yeah. it came out wrong. But no, no, no guys ever said that. But I know on a date after a few drinks, my face is excreting oil and heat. <laughs> so I know I look oily no matter what they say. <laughs> Oh, my God, that's so funny. No, oh, like, yeah, just powder that shit. But don't overdo it with the powder, Mm -mm. only where you need it. Yeah, Mm. That's the one thing that people do wrong is they overpowder. But, like, if you're oily, 
you're going to become oily through that. You, if you're wearing makeup from the morning, by the time the evening comes, like it's going to be proper cake face and we don't like that. So just slowly, slowly with the powder. Ella, you went from maths to made in Chelsea. How did that come about? And any goss from the show that you can share? <laughs> How did it come about? Well, <laughs> it was very unplanned, I will be honest. I <laughs> met one of the fellow cast members through social media. It was Miles. Do you watch the show? I know of it, but I don't watch it. I did see. Yeah. 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 So I had I never heard it. of the show. I didn't know what it was about. Mm-hmm. No idea. And then, yeah, I met this guy, Miles, through Instagram. Our followers were sort of like connecting us in ways. And then I was traveling already and I hadn't booked my return flight. And he was like, come to London. And I was like, okay. And then we were chatting for about five, six weeks before going to London. Mm-hmm. So we were like FaceTiming every day for hours upon hours. Um. What felt like we were building something really mm-hmm. quite nice. Um, <laughs> he breadcrumbed the okay. fuck out of or, you. Or love much. bombing? Yeah. I feel like, yeah. Breadcrumbing. It was never sexual for those five, six weeks, but it was very, like, enticing and flirty and, like, he really, I mean, I'm also, I guess. Maybe I probably, leading you on? Yeah. Like, I definitely Maybe, yeah. believe I trust people way too much. Like I always think okay. see the best in people. That's a good quality. It is, and this is what I keep telling her. Yeah. And then I went to London. Yeah. Anyway, I thought he was like very genuine. Went to London and he, he asked me to go on the show like a couple of weeks before going to London and I was really on the fence about it, didn't really know much about it at all. And then, yeah, went to London and it was a pretty crazy ride. Like mm-hmm. it's not reality like maths. Maths is like as real as it gets, right? The cameras are just rolling. You're just doing. But this is like there's like sets and, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's – and I'm not an actress. Like (laughs) I don't know how to act. And it just was really not what I thought it was going to be. Is it a little bit scripty? Got that scripted vibe? Yeah, it does. It's like so many times I was like, what? I'm so (laughs) confused. It was really confusing and like totally play with my head a lot. Mm. I don't really know if I can say like what really happened, but it it didn't go like the way I guess I had hoped. Mm -hmm. But, you know, my mum keeps saying it's character building, Ella. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, how many times should you put yourself out there on TV to find love and it's character building, you know? I think it's probably time to not find love on TV anymore. (laughs) And I also was going to say, are your followers setting you up now on Instagram? Yeah. Well, that's how I kind of figured out who this guy was. They were like forwarding me his profile for ages, but I never looked Mm because I was like, this is just some random guy in the UK, like some blue tick boy, Mm -hmm. you know, don't want that, don't need that. Blue tick boy. Blue tick boy. Is that a red flag? Yeah, exactly. Already (laughs) already red flag. I think- Ultimate red flag right there. And, um, yeah, they were sending it to me ages ago and they were sending it to me because he was following me and I didn't know that. Oh. And then he did like a Q&A and it was like about me and then I woke up to like 100 Bread crumbs. Wow. Forwarding it to Bread me. Bread crumbs. Oh, yep. Yeah. So. Bread crumbs. He sort of just like. Dom, how do you really feel? <laughs> and no comment for now because I have to wait till the show airs because I'm, uh, I have to keep very level-headed. Like I know, oh, I know it all, but uh, we we can't talk about okay, it too much, yeah. but definitely. We can't talk about it too much yeah uh tuning in to the podcast when it does air because Perfect. i tell you what we've got we've mm. got some stories but hey everything is amicable like i'm always amicable with them and Good. there's never dramas with me and exes 
whether on TV or in the real world, like there's ups, I'm friends with all of them because mm-hmm. I can just accept the fact that it just didn't work in whatever way or why or who knows why or so it is all amicable, but the experience in itself was mm. gnarly. Watch to this, say the least. Watch this space and go subscribe to the podcast is what I'm hearing. Yeah, so it starts airing <laughs> really soon, which I'm actually nervous about. That shit show just never mm-hmm. ends. They literally wrap a season and just go straight into their summer season, yeah. straight into this season. It's like how many seasons <laughs> of this thing can you keep going? They literally film all year. They get like two weeks off every Hectic. Seri- yeah, it's, pr- <laughs> it's full on. It's like I don't know how those people have been doing it. For He's been on it Hectic. for five years. Oh. I don't know how. I don't mm. know how it's mm. questionable. Okay, just talking out loud, you kind of need having a stable, healthy relationship in a show that's running all year and needs drama. Like, does mm. that work? Like there's some in there that okay. do. There's some people in there that do and they've met like their love of their life on the show. And no fighting? I mean, definitely fighting, but because I think their foundation was so strong, they have this understanding of what to okay. bring to camera and what not to bring to camera. Yep. And then there's some that have partners that are outside the show that don't bring them on the show. Mm. So okay, but Miles, yeah, it's 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 interesting. Like I've never, it's like the Hills. That's like the best example that I can kind of like compare it to is like the Hills. Yeah, yeah. toxic, mm. kind of toxic though. Yeah, toxic. So aside from Made in Chelsea, Dom, maybe I'll throw to you um, any other projects that you've got coming up. Oh, goodness me. There are so many things that we have coming up with the podcast and just Ella and I in general. Mm. Um, Some really cool projects uh, that involve things to do with fashion, things to do with self-love. Yeah, like, I mean, just grabbing all the opportunities that have come for us since, you know, being on MAFs and I guess – our personalities, you know, really shone and people related to us, which was, I think, like the ultimate blessing. We just went on there and we were ourselves and we, you know, we formed this amazing bond and friendship that I think a lot of people really related to through some adversities. And for us, it's just about, you know, I guess taking all the opportunities but doing with them the best thing that we can possible and and giving back as well. Like, I don't know, we, we get so many DMs every day from you know, from people that say like they're so proud of us and they're so happy that we're doing so well and all of this. And it just actually feels like we now have a responsibility to just continue to do like what we're doing and do it to the best of our abilities because people actually like enjoy, you know, they're enjoying the podcast. They they like seeing what we do with our lives. They love seeing our friendship. They love hearing our opinions, even though you know, for me specifically on the show, I guess my thing of having an opinion was something that made my experience quite difficult Mm -hmm. but it's not something that I've lost within myself because of that difficulty and Mm. that's something that people really find admirable about me and it's helped people come out of their shells like I get so many dms with people that say thank you for helping me you know stick up to someone in in the workplace that was doing me dirty or like all these things so it's it's a really cool experience that we were granted you know let alone like Mm. you know we didn't find I guess the love of our lives but we found a friendship that I think we're so blessed to have made because you know as you would know finding friendships in your late 20s is is really difficult like how do you make friends Mm. you know so we were just really lucky and yeah that's it's been a, a really really fun ride and yeah, we're not getting off anytime soon. <laughs> I really loved what you said about um, because I definitely see people and and sticking up for themselves. Do you ever feel like like the pressure, I guess, to to do that when you sort of don't 
feel like it or don't want to. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes I don't know if that makes any sense. I know. No, no, it actually really does make sense. And I've I've been in this situation and I'll give you actually a really good example and Ellen will know mm-hmm. because you, you were there, babe, this whole time in maths. Like everyone knew that I spoke up mm. and wasn't scared to speak up in the group. So a lot of people would often come to me and tell me their issues and be like, hey, I don't know how to address this. Can you address it? Mm. So it's like... I did that a lot within the group because everyone was too scared to bring up certain situations or people were too scared to, I guess, have an opinion. But, like, even in that situation, I still did it even though in the end it did me dirty because everyone, you know, kind of turned their backs. But I guess in the real world, Mm. for me, it's like I've always been like that. Um, I guess the show did make me feel a little bit, Mm. it was a very exhausting experience. but And resilience Mm. building. I can't even imagine the amount of resilience that you'd have to build through that show. (sighs) Yes. We talk about this all the time. We just look back and go, oh, my God, how strong we are. Like, I don't know where the strength came from, but it's, yeah, it's pretty amazing. So, all right, let's talk about beauty. I want to hear your top three beauty products okay. right now. I'll go first. Yes, go, babe. Because I feel like mine probably aren't as hectic yes. as Dom because I'm like super si- – I'm just really simple. Like obviously <laughs> – We love simple. I'm simple. Like my background is a skin and laser tech. That's what I did before the show. I've experimented and tried everything on my skin. I'm acne prone, cystic prone, rosacea, sensitized, sensitive. I'm literally all the things <laughs> and I've tried every treatment. So. I just keep it really simple now. I mm, love my yep. retinol, mm-hmm. but I use a derivative of retinol. So okay. I don't actually use a strong version because I get um, like a histamine response. Mm. So I do have to use a weaker form, slower delivery. Yep. Then I would have to say my eye envy, which I have heard it's discontinued. <laughs> yep. I've got, <clears> my, <throat> I've got my two. <laughs> <laughs> I envy because I have short, straight stumps and I've been using I envy for about five years and I am dreading it running out. I bought two as well. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to stock up. (laughs) So I envy changed my life and I will struggle if I don't find a replacement for that. So they're to my top two. And then I'm going to say, wait, does that include makeup? Yeah, any beauty products. I'm going to say them concealer Mm -hmm. because of my uneven skin complexion. I have scarring. I have pigment. I have redness. When I have a bit of, a tiny bit of concealer on, it just makes me feel instantly bright and light and like awake. So if I had to really choose, it would be my retinol, my INV and my concealer and the hourglass one, the one that Dom got me to get. Oh, the hourglass concealer. Nice. Because before that, like I was literally just using St. Minerals everywhere. And then she's like, try some concealer. (laughs) But mineral makeup, mineral makeup, the way you're describing some of your skin concerns sounds like actually a really good option for you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's perfect. Like I don't break out from it. I used to use Napoleon. I used to use Mac. I used to use all of the very heavy and don't get me wrong. I love wearing them when I go out and like when Dom does my makeup if we have an event or something yeah I love the way that it looks yeah but my skin usually like breaks out or I get congested or a bit of a reaction Mm. so minerals definitely safest for me yeah and day-to-day for you that's what you need day-to-day what about you, Dom? Oh, God, for me, I'm such a beauty slut. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, seriously. Join the I'm club. Going, literally, I'm going to Western Australia, Broome and Perth tomorrow for 10 days, and if I showed you the amount of beauty products I've packed, it's actually disgusting. 
Uh, so I recently went to Uluru with Ulla Henriksen and I hadn't used their Banana Bright eye cream in a really long time. And I think I probably started using it maybe a few years ago when I think my under eye wasn't really a big concern for me, but I'm 30 next year. So for me, it's something I'm like, oh, f- I'm really seeing when I don't get that good night's sleep anymore. So I'm really loving the Banana Bright under eye cream. Uh, in terms of makeup, it's a, it's actually like an addiction. And on my last trip, I got the new Bare Minerals. It's called, they call it a bronzer. Mm-hmm. It's like a bronzer blush. Not heard of that. It's in the shade something copper mm. and it's beautiful. I'm wearing it today and I really love it. Nice. I really do like Bare Minerals Blonzer, makeup. bronzer. Mm. Doesn't roll off the tongue, Doesn't but I like it. Doesn't roll off the tongue. tongue <laughs> baby, I'm tongue twisted now. Um, and then I think something that's probably, I mean, I'm going to have four. I can't choose. Okay. okay. Um, so I need always to have an eyelash curler because yep. I just think if you curl a lash, it just changes your whole face. And then I love a brow gel. Like I love a brushed up brow. I have spoolies everywhere. They're just like <laughs> every, in every bag. We're getting a show and tell of the spoolies. Literally love everything. <laughs> yeah, they're in there. Yeah, so a brow gel. Oh, I also really love this Kosas plump and juicy. Love that as well. Mm. I could talk. I literally could talk about beauty all day. <laughs> like legitimately it's. We need yeah. to bring you back just to do beauty. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, yeah, I love it so much. I think, you know, skincare for me and even Ella, I know we talk about this all the time, it's therapeutic. Agreed. You know, at the end of the day, you take your makeup off, Mm. you put your skincare on and it's like it's your 10 minutes of the day where you're not thinking about Mm. anything else. And you just feel so clean. Yeah, And like fresh. Yes. It's (laughs) therapy for me. But I also just, I don't really enjoy wearing makeup. Like I prefer when I just have nothing on. Yeah. Like my skin just breathes better and feels better. And I feel like if I, I wish I sometimes was more into makeup and stuff. Like even the brow gel, like when you do it, I'm like, I wish I could do it, but I feel like it doesn't suit me. I feel like I look like a crazy person. (laughs) But then in photos, it looks good. Yeah, but I think it's because you don't try it enough. Like, yeah, this is photos, the number one issue that I always had as a makeup amazing. artist when I would do people's makeup for, like, you know, special events or even weddings. And that's the main reason you do a trial as a makeup artist because they're always going to say something. But if people don't usually wear makeup on a daily basis, they freak out the second you put on a full face on. But it's like they show you the picture and it's like, do you know how much makeup that girl has on her face? And it's like, oh, it's too much. It's too much eyeliner. I'm like, but that's the picture you showed me. So, I think for a person like Ella who doesn't really wear that much makeup, when she tells me I want a smoky eye and I do a smoky eye, she's like, mm. that's a lot. I'm like, babe, this that's is a smoky, a smoky eye. eye. <laughs> I'm like, trust the process. Trust mm. the process. Yeah. There's a method to the madness when it comes to makeup. But I think even with makeup, it's very mm. therapeutic for me. I sit in front of the mirror and I don't think about anything else. Often when life is getting really hectic, even just that therapy of like, putting a coat of mascara on or just like doing a, a red lip or something just to brighten your day. I think yes, it's really underrated. And a fact that I really love is that even in the Great Depression, the one thing that people were still spending money on was lipstick. Lipstick, yeah. Yeah. And I think, and you can even look at now, like everything's going up, you know, petrol's going up, you know, everything with the world. Mm. People were still buying, like makeup brands were still growing exponentially. So another 
segment that we have on this podcast. It's called the cringy combo. So I'd love for you to share something. We usually like tell an embarrassing or a cringeworthy story that still haunts you when you go to sleep at night. Oh, God. <laughs> Dom, I feel like you have one. I mean, I have a few, but I don't know if they're actually like. Oh, so many. I don't know if I can expose that. <laughs> I mean, I've got a couple. I've got one that's like, I told Dom about it recently. Um, it's not like that hectic. Oh I went on a date like, what, like three years ago with this guy. And I this is when I was like a serial dater. And um, I took him out for breakfast like the morning after. We had a great night, great day. And um, took him out for breakfast, bumped into my parents at the cafe. We love that. In, in Brighton. In Brighton. Brighton, Brighton. In Brighton, darling, at Sons of Mary. And uh, I introduced him to my my parents as the wrong name. And I didn't even realise. Like I was, He's not, the, you didn't introduce the right name, his name. Yeah. I, I introduced him as the other guy that I'm also, I was also seeing at the time. And didn't realise he brought it up in the car when we left and he was like, you do realise you just called me Josh. And I was like, (laughs) no, I didn't. And he's like, you did. It's Jack. And I was like, oh. (laughs) Oh, that's that can be forgiven. That's so close. They're both J names. That was bad. That is pretty epic though. I think mine probably just, I think my number one most embarrassing moment like in the most recent times, was probably at the Logies getting into an elevator with a really cute guy and I literally had like half an eyelash off. I was going downstairs <laughs> to get Maccas. Is that when you were getting Maccas? Yes. That, yeah. And I didn't have any shoes on. I had a robe on and I just looked feral and I was like, wow, this is actually happening. He wanted to <laughs> shake my hand and like introduce himself. I was like, I can't look at this man. I can't, like, I was also drunk, so it was great. But that's probably the moment that I'm just like, oh, you know, when you just, like, think of it and you're like, mm. why, why, mm. why me? Um, yeah. But, yeah, I guess we look back on it now. And he actually DM'd me and, yeah, he worked for Sydney Morning Herald. We love that. Oh, so it was. Yeah. Oh, well, you obviously okay. didn't look yeah. that bad, babe, if he DM'd you. Yeah, married with a child. Story of my life as well. So, yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, oh my God. no. Okay. Oh, babe, honestly. <laughs> well, <laughs> I feel like we could keep chatting for so long. Um, this has been such a fun chat. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for oh, having thanks us. Thanks so much yeah, for having us. This has it. been awesome. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.